Flying Field Outfitter is a fly shop and guide service located in Bend, Oregon. We specialize in fly fishing the Lower Deschutes River, Cascade Lakes, the Crooked River, the Fall River, and many other fisheries in the area. Tune into our podcast for updates on fishing reports, techniques, tactics, and fishing stories. Is that better? That's way better. I can hear myself talking through the headphones. Oh my gosh, amazing. I don't know if I like it. Alrighty, let's jump into this. You bet. We Man, are... how you doing, Kyle? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. That's good. I'm doing good. Yeah. I got to go fishing on uh, Lake Billy Chinook. I almost did. You almost did, didn't you? We'll go another time. Yeah. Jerry was asking if you were available, and I told him no. You had to stay home and nerd out on your computer and do fun stuff like this. It's pretty cool now that we're finally in the in the the mix of it. Yeah. It all went as planned last week. It's all planned. Hopefully it's planned for this week. So lots of good stuff coming out. Yep. A lot of good stuff on the newsletter and all that. So yeah, I think Billy Chinook's an exciting conversation right now because I think for the first time ever since I've been involved with the business, we're advertising a new trip. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. You want to talk about what that trip is? <laughs> yeah. Big bull trout on Billy. I mean, you know, that's, uh, it's something we've done for years and I've, um, you know, just taken a handful of my local clients up there for, you know, the last handful of years. The, the challenging part for me in the spring is always that, you know, getting things ramped up here you know we got a bunch of inventory coming in and we got new new employees that need to be trained and new guides and different things like that so you know the big challenge for me is just time allocation um and this year uh we have jerry working for us he's been with us for a couple years now as a cascade lake guide and uh and he's you know grew up in central oregon and very experienced angler and um a lot of People have been with him up on East or Crane or, or Wiki up or whatever. But uh, we've been out there, you know, sharing notes and uh, and he is good out there. He really gets it. Um, and so yeah, we're offering offering trips and he, we've got some trips booked and we've in March and April um, and we do have some availability. So um, if there's ever been any interest of going out and checking out a different you know body of water and new still water for you know us in Central Oregon to be marketing and selling as as a guide trip, uh, it's a great one. Sweet. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit about what the day looks like when you're heading out on Billy Chinook. Let's just start with what what's the season for getting out on Billy, right? Like, for example, this morning we just had a phone call of somebody looking to book a trip uh, mid-April on a boat. Uh, unfortunately, mid-April we still can't fish lower to shoots, which is our general boat trip and some lake trips. But, yeah, do you want to jump into kind of what this offers people during this time of year? Yeah, I think... Um you know, it's a unique offering in the off season or kind of shoulder season, if you will. A lot of the high elevation stuff, you know, that opens in, you know, late April. And some of them, we don't even have access to them until, you know, May or June. I mean, East Lake or Polina, depending on snowpack and access, it, it sometimes can be mid to late May before we actually are up there. So, you know, it gives us some opportunity to go out and do something a little bit different. Um 
you know, it's definitely an early morning show, um, meaning that we're going to want to meet pretty early. We usually meet, like when we're fishing socially, we meet at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, and uh, try and get on there pretty early, get some first light action. Um, you know, uh, it's, you know, what, an hour drive to Lake Billy Chinook. Um, there's multiple launch points that we'll put in depending on, um, you know, where we think the best fishing is going to be that morning fishing. We might put in on the Crooked River Arm there at the Cove Palisades or go over to the Deschutes Arm and drop in there. Um, and, you know, I think Lake Billy Chinook, the, the oh, there we go, cha-ching, i got to turn my ringer off. Um the it does border the tribal land and so you need a um tribal fishing permit the one that you have for um the lower to shoot warm springs to trout creek does work if you get a season pass it also works for that stretch river or, or lake um it's usually you know put in early in the morning it's a good 15 minute to half an hour boat ride um you know we are running our big kind of sleds we've got uh, mine and Jerry's are both 115 outdoor out, outboard mercs on them and so get up and you know uh, hit 30 40 miles an hour as you're skimming across the lake first thing in the morning and um, get back to some of the fishing grounds we do fish the crooked arm the Deschutes arm and the Metolius arm depending on uh, where the fish are and what we're doing um, you know and then really it's a full day of, of chuck and duck, if you will. You know, we're throwing seven weight, eight weight rods, uh, heavy sink tip lines. Um, and we're fishing some pretty aggressive drop offs. So we're casting, you know, way up into, you know, shallow water. You might, you know, be aiming to land a foot off of the bank. And, you know, a lot of times a couple of pretty aggressive strips as it's coming off the bank. And then we let it sit because it's, you know, if you're a foot and a half, two feet off of the bank on, on Billy, you could be in 10, 15 feet of water and then it drops off from there. So we might be in 50 feet of water or we might be 50 feet off of the bank and be in 40 or 50 feet of water is where the boat is holding. Um, so we use some type six sink tip lines and, um, you know, some little bit bigger flies, some streamers and stuff like that. And um, you're casting and stripping all day. By the time two or three o'clock rolls around, um, usually the bite kind of turns down just a little bit. Um, and, you know, you're just wore out too. I mean, hucking, you know, big rods, long casts, uh, bigger flies, stripping more aggressively than you would a, a damsel or a bugger. Um, and you're just casting repeat you know i mean so uh it's a little bit harder day as far as distance casting um and you know obviously march april is going to be the time when we're going to be doing this primarily so you know the mornings can be cold we're bundled up and you know you got gloves and a beanie and you're bundled up in the morning to make that cold run and uh but you got shots at some big fish that are different than what you're going to catch on the still water during the summertime so cool option yeah it's uh i hear rumor there might be some opportunity for bobber fishing also um yeah we have done a little bit of that um and you know there's 
I think as always for us, we do bobber fish, but we don't prefer to bobber fish. Um, you know, and Jerry's the same way. Boy, if we can get him on a tight line take or uh, on a dry dropper or, you know, on a dry, obviously that's what we we're going to prefer to do. Um, there is some indicator fishing that can be had depending on kind of where you're at and what you're doing. Um, and, you know, but we the other day we were out there and 90 95% of what we were doing was casting and stripping and just love that long cast and that tight line take um you know one of the biggest things as far as the take is a strip set um you know that's one of the hardest things for people to wrap their heads around is that strip set and uh opposed to a trout set where you lift in with the rod Trying to keep that uh, that minnow, that, that food in front of that bull trout is a major thing. Because a lot of times they'll short strike it and they'll hit it once or twice before they actually hit it and, and really and they and that's what they're trying to do is wound it. You know, they're a they're a aggressive, carnivoristic, you know, they're used to chasing bait fish and a lot of times they'll just smack it on the first hit and they're not trying to eat it on the first hit. They're trying to stop it or slow it down and then they'll circle back around and, and actually take it. And so you know, if you do a normal trout set and lift that rod, you know, seven feet into the air with a nine foot rod, you've just pulled that that food out of that fish's strike zone where if you're stripping and you just strip set, a lot of times that strip set will, your fly stays in the same water column, the fish smacks it, he's still behind it, he still sees it, you kind of strip a couple of times and then pause and it makes it look like that, that bait is wounded and then he circles back around and, and actually takes it head first which is what you're looking for on that stuff that's so, pretty cool yeah that sounds really fun it is fun it is fun and it's a different type of fishing it's different than what we typically do up on a lot of our stillwater trips and uh, opportunity to get out there and get some good casting instruction too Jay, jerry's a great caster and a great instructor um and you know based off of my availability i'll be running a handful of trips out there also but um march and april are looking slimmer and slimmer as far as my availability is concerned yeah gosh yeah mexico cuba well we'll see we'll see what happens with all this <laughs> yeah crazy covid stuff but i am hosting some saltwater trips and stuff coming up here that do have a possibility of of going um there are trips that were booked last year uh that obviously got canceled um, because of the virus so um we're, we're trying to pull them off now and hopefully they're there a go but sweet uh, yeah so this billy billy chinook trip is this going to be for any angler or should they have a certain experience level or what do you think well i think just you know giving a call down to the shop and and chatting here with george or joe or myself and you know we will definitely talk a little bit about you know the expectations and your experience i would it is a big fish trip right i mean anytime that you book a trip that that has you know big fish as a target um you have to have an expectation that you might have to get up a little earlier you might have to work a little harder um and you might not go out and have a 20 fish day you know i mean we can go up to east lake or crane and and uh and we can have those days that are you know 20 to 40 fish days they're not every day obviously but um you know out on billy i mean you're out there to target uh, a handful or or maybe even one big big fish and that's what you're there for so the expectations i think from the client perspective um and from the guide perspective or that it's your big fish hunt 
hunting on that day. Um, and uh, yeah, average size fish, I'd say, is going to be, you know, 18 to 22 inches. And you've got a really good chance of seeing one um, that can go 24 to 26. And we have seen fish in the last week that are 28 to 32. Jerry got one the other day that was a massive probably he put it above 16 pounds he put it above it was measured at 31 and a quarter but um had been eating uh crazy and the depth on that fish i mean it was a solid 15 to 16 pound trout um so that's not the norm that's not going to happen every day that's going to happen a couple times a year um but you do have possibility of it when we were out there the other day other day I got two that were 27 and one that was like 29 and a quarter. Um, and those are all pushing 10 pound trout. I mean, they are legit, you know, and we had quite a few fish that were in that, you know, 18 to 22 inch range. Um, so a lot of fun. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody wants to book a trip, what do you recommend? Just giving us a call at the shop here? Yeah. I mean, let's just call down to the shop. I mean, you know, um, and let's take a look at a calendar. Let's take a look at a forecast, a projected 10 day forecast. Um, you know, let's, uh, you know, chat with the guys down here a little bit about what your overall experience level is. Um, and, you know, I mean, if, you know, it's a kind of a longer 40, 50 foot cast or beyond, um, you know, and uh, and again, a lot of stripping and a lot of casting, you know, a little bit bigger flies and heavier lines and stuff like that. Um, so I think you just have to have your expectations right on it, but uh, can be quite the adventure for sure. Yeah. Uh, any other last words for those folks listening about this trip? If Anything comes to mind? Well, I mean, about? I think, you know, the other thing is to bring up some of our inventory here at the shop. Um, we are right. selling those flies. Um, we are selling those lines. Um, the Rio Outbound Short um, in a Type 6 is one of our favorites. Um, there's, a, there's an SA line that we're using also. Um, some of the flies that we're using... Um, you know, we sell them here at the shop. They do kind of, they're that epoxy head. Um, you know, they remind you of something that you'd buy to go catch a, a rooster fish or a Dorado or something like that in Mexico. Um, and there, we have a couple different styles down here that we like. Uh, kind of white in color with some blue or some olive in it. Um, and we, I don't like rabbit. Like on the river, we throw a lot of cone heads and Dalai Lamas and Clark rats and things like that that have big heavy cone heads and a lot of rabbit on them. We don't do that on the lake. We're more likely to throw some stuff that's a little bit lighter, a little easier to throw, holds a nice profile. We do throw flies sometimes that are 10 inches long. We do throw flies that are, you know, the size of a large woolly bugger. Um, we have caught them on woolly buggers um, and balanced leeches, large balanced leeches and different things like that. Um, you know, so as far as the equipment, rod, reel, fly lines, leader, tippet, flies, to go out and fish it on your own um, we are selling that stuff here at the shop also um, and you know myself George Joe Joe went out there with Jerry the other day Joe Lewis um, you know are all uh, we, we all know a little bit about what's going on out there enough to give you a good solid fishing report and um, so if it is something that 
you can't do a guide trip or you know you want to go out there and explore it on your own just give a call or swing into the shop here and um and we can kind of point you in the right direction and feel free to bring in your fly box or your fly line for your eight weight and let george or myself kind of evaluate what that is and what you have and whether or not it's going to work and apply for you know that type of fishing because it can be some fairly specific uh lines and flies that we're throwing out there to be successful totally yeah, yeah. by this time this airs you'll be out there the day after with me and jeff so yeah you didn't know that yet but i'm going with you and jeff fricky no you're taking us i'm taking you and jeff fricky yeah, jeff and i talked about it yesterday. oh great i'm glad <laughs> he's I'm, off that day okay so. which yeah sounds wonderful yeah um but yeah that sounds great um of course if anybody has any questions about fishing for bull trout on billy certainly come on down the shop give us a call or yeah get a hold of us on social media yeah thanks for tuning in yeah have a great week Thank you for tuning into the Flying Field Outfitters podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes coming out. If you have a request for a podcast, please reach out to Kyle at flyingfield.com. Thanks again for tuning in and have a nice day. We'll see you on the water.